For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Welcome back to The Run Home. The barista coffee is better at Hungry Jacks, and thanks to Hungry Jacks, Adam Simpson, the coach of the West Coast Eagles, joins us, and we hope he's out of COVID protocol. Simo, welcome to the show. Where do we find you today? Uh, well, afternoon, boys. I'm at the club. So oh. I know you don't want, you don't want me here, Ace, but I'm, I'm still at the club, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I know you'll keep fighting. I absolutely know that. But um, So you read the article. We'll start with that. Uh, no, no. no I, oh, I'm that's sorry. good. I, di- I didn't. I, I got informed about it, mate. But yeah. um, that's okay. You've got a job to do and um, you've got to be pretty, pretty resilient in this gig. So all good, mate. All good. No, I'd like you to read it in its entirety at some stage. But uh, we do appreciate okay. you coming on the show. Um how was it in COVID, watching the boys play with you sitting at home, not being able to do too much? Yeah, it's interesting. I'm, I'm sure I'm not the I'm not definitely not the first coach to go through it. They give you a access to the all the. I think we have get, we get four um, angles of the game, so you can actually look at it live. So it's, I think they connect you to the mm. arc where they um, use the four angles. So. And I was hooked up to the box, but to be honest, it wasn't, um, you know, it wasn't a heap of coachable moments outside of uh, trying our best to compete against a really good side with, you know, obviously a limited side. So, um, yeah, it was difficult, but um, at the same time, I still thought um, the coaches did a really good job. And you did compete. The uh, contested ball numbers, a good sign of doing that, and the clearance numbers were great, but still the inside 50s, theirs and yours, still an issue that you've been trying to work through, I imagine, this week. Yeah, that's ongoing, and, and it's probably the most challenging piece to what we're doing because obviously there's been some challenges with us with our side, and uh, trying to get the contest is the is the priority, and then the way we defend, and then the ball movement piece is, is quite difficult. So, yeah, we'd love to get more supply, and it's been it's obviously a pattern for us, um, and dealing with so many inside fifties against it's really hard for our backs, and you know the weight of numbers has been getting us of late, so. That's not going to come quick, though, Hayes. We're working really hard on it, but um, just with a bit of the personnel issues we've got and trying to get some synergy. And, and we're playing really good sides who, once they get in the front half, they do a really good job of locking in there. So we're um, we're working hard on it, but um, it's a slow burn at the moment, that's for sure. Sim, I know how you're feeling, mate. I've been struck down with the virus as well, currently <laughs> at home in isolation. <laughs> Oh, and yeah, I tell yeah, you, my really house struggling. is not as nice as yours either, so I'm finding it very <laughs> limited with options to do. Hence the reason why I'm back on radio at the moment. Um, so, <laughs> uh, just getting back a couple of weeks ago. So, uh, you know, the way, the best way to to coach uh, the playing group is to learn from your experiences. Against the Richmond game, it was quite evident, uh, you know, that the risk to take the game on and be braver with the ball movement, but it led to obviously you would know that it led to the scores against. Is that, the, is that the best mm. way uh, to, to teach a group? Uh, you know, because there's, there's a lot of new faces in the playing group, a lot of guys out through various reasons. Is that the best way to say, okay, let's see what you can do and then understand it probably doesn't go to plan, but then review it that way as opposed to just drip-feeding a little bit of information through the group? Yeah, it's a, it's a good point. It gets back to the supply issue that um, Hayes spoke about because you, you go, okay, well, let's take it on a bit and see if we can get... Um, get some speed in the game and really work hard off a turnover and try and expose a team the other way. And when it doesn't work, um, we obviously got the, the Richmond game. And then the next week we go, okay, let's let's try 
um, let's just take our time a little bit with the ball and understand what we're what we're dealing with. And then you get stuck with real slow ball movement. So trying to be consistent with the messaging, Shep, uh, you know what we like. We try and play the same style, same brand every week. But at the moment, it's just a challenge to get to get everyone on the same page. So that's our priority at the moment. And we've got Melbourne this week who, if you if you go too slow, you know they can really pin you in, and that's that's any team in the competition. And um, and if you go too quick, sometimes they can really hurt you on turnovers. So we've got to we've got to find a way um, to play our way as best we can, but we'll, we'll focus probably more on the contest and how we defend and the board movement will continue to work on, mate. I think all West Coast supporters would have loved to say in the combination with Barras and McGovern, they probably haven't played together as much as what everyone would like, but another bloke I want to throw in was Shannon Hearn. I thought he was huge on the weekend. What influence is he having with the playing group, not just on field game day, but throughout the week, understanding that he's had so much experience himself? Yeah, well, unfortunately for for him and and JK, the plan wasn't to play them every game this year. Shep, you know the old dogs; they need a bit, bit yeah. of a spell um, every now and then, and they they've just had to stand up for us. So both of them pretty much played every game. I think JK might have missed a game through the COVID protocols, but um, yeah, it's not ideal for us. But the fact they're standing up just probably reminds you of how good they've been and how good they are still with what they're doing for the side and you know Shannon on the weekend I think he had 26 27 possessions and looked as strong as ever so yeah we're, we're probably relying on them too much at the moment for, for what we've got but unfortunately that's just the way it is but um, they're putting their hand up every week and yeah really proud of both those guys Jack Redden you should be proud of him he's been a really good recruit for your football club game 250 there's not too many in the game of AFL that get to 250 he's been a star and he's still playing some good footy well he's another one that's stood up for us this year with you know unfortunately we've had um Sheed out before the season started and um and obviously Shuey and Yo uh, and Gaff have been unavailable but and and Tim as well so he's been the one that's been holding up the fort uh, for the boys and 250 it's it's it crept up on us to be honest I didn't think he was because we got him probably you know pretty later in his career um and when he came to the club at it was for no rhyme or reason. He just liked mm. the club and wanted a new experience. And um, yeah, so when we got him, we thought it was a real bonus. And and he really, you know, capped off that very important um, season in '18 with uh, his ability to complement the rest of the mid. It was yeah, a pleasure to coach, and yeah, he's been really good for us this year. I think you crossed paths with Leon Cameron. A big decision by him today to step away from the Giants after this weekend. Did you cross paths? And are you close to the coaches? And, and what were your thoughts about him stepping away? Yeah, I, I worked with Leon at Hawthorne. Mm. So I think we both might have gone for the Giants job at one stage. Um, obviously, wow. he pit me. Um, <laughs> I think we're working in the same office preparing for the same <laughs> job interview. Um, so he... Um, Oh, look, I think he's had a tremendous career up there. You know, obviously, um, a real challenge with, you know, the longest-serving coach they've had, obviously, by a mile, and to be up there for 10 years. Um, took them to a grand final, obviously didn't didn't go all the way. And even last year's performance of getting to the finals after a, a scratchy start with some injuries, um, yeah, he, he, from afar, um, I really admired how he's gone about it. And, um, I'm sure he won't be lost to the football world. And you're close to Alistair Clarkson. You both worked under him. Do you think he's still got the fire to keep going? I haven't spoken to Clarko recently about his aspirations to coach again, but I think the work he's doing behind the scenes, I think he's over with um, 
Golden State, isn't he? The basketball side. Of he was. Someone yeah. saw him. Yeah, and and I think he's still. I'm not sure if he's still there or not. But yeah, he's. Uh, you know, obviously he's had a year off. He's done a lot of research on a lot of things around coaching, and I think he's connected to the Tasmanian. Um, you know, um, situation as well. So I'm not really sure where he's at, Clarko, to be honest. Just looking at uh, your squad that you've named, it uh, doesn't look like any COVID this week. How many of your players have now have had COVID? Um, high 30s now. Yeah, 35, 36. Um, unfortunately, Yoey, um, he's out in the COVID restrictions. So there's we've got a couple, Hayes. So... Um, you know, but that's probably the you know the way it is around town at the moment. I think it spiked up to around seventeen thousand yesterday, so um, it's really getting around. So we, um, yeah, I think we've gone through the worst of it. There'll be two or three every week though for another month or so. I would have thought. So unfortunately, though, the injuries have still hit us pretty hard, and we're pretty much playing everyone that's available. And um, yeah, we we may have to dip into the uh, to the to the waffle boys potentially if there's a couple of. Uh, Little niggles don't go our way in the next 24 hours, so we're just working through that. But, um, yeah, we think we might be okay, but we, um, we're we getting close to the line again. I hear the, the troops are coming. That's what they're saying anyway between Sheed and, and Oscar. We, we're expecting probably more Oscar probably sooner rather than later. How's he tracking with his, with his injury at the moment? Yeah, he's a while off, Shep. He's, now he's out of the boot, and he's pretty much done nothing for, you know, four or five months. So we've got to rebuild his body. He was flying pre-season, um, you know, talking about the other day, halfway through January, we had um, Darling and Alan just ripping it apart, you know, PBs everywhere. Mm. And um, unfortunately, yeah, for um, for Oscar, it's been a while in the boot and now we've got to rebuild the body a little bit. It won't take that long, but we've got to hit some uh, markers before we can get him on the track. So... Yeah, he'll be a while off, but you know, hopefully in the next few weeks we do get you know Shuey and Yo, um, even Sheeds now training with us, so he'll be playing some waffle footy in the next couple of weeks. Um, so yeah, yeah, some of those mids we've really missed in the last uh, month or so, definitely. How do you sell the message against Melbourne on Sunday? <laughs> well, you know, it's a tourist race, Hayes, and you just never know. Mm. We need to um, we need to prepare to win, and we need to prepare to play as hard as we can and be competitive and have a plan, uh, back ourselves in and and have a good swing. That's our that's our plan. So um, it's going to be a pretty pretty daunting task, but you know you got to have the right mindset to be competitive and and give yourself a chance. So that's that's the goal for us this week for sure. On the weekend in the Kentucky Derby, there was a three hundred to one winner. So they can happen. And uh, <laughs> yeah, there was unbelievable. Shep, uh, did you back that one, Shep? I did not, Hayes. You didn't give me the tip, mate. No, you didn't give me the tip about it's a ray day. But uh, Adam Simpson, thanks very much for joining us on the show, mate. We really do appreciate it. No, all good, boys. Appreciate it. All for Hungry Jacks. Pick up better barista coffee and play Uno. Only at Hungry Jacks. Got that right. Uh, He's up and about. You can sense that, can't you, Shep? Um, Obviously, with all the losses, it takes its toll on any coach, as we saw today with uh, Leon Cameron. But maybe the week off has done him a world of good and he's back and ready to get stuck into the back half of the year. Yeah, I don't think he, he ever ever lost it. It's just um, it's just hard sometimes when you, you want to play a certain way, you're trying to implement change, and there's week to week, there's between six to ten players out that you want you want to try and uh, adapt, and you know this new game style, you know it's hard to implement. And then 
you get you get beaten the way you are. You sort of you let you, you are left. You know where to go from here. But I think first and foremost is just the the contest and energy within the group. Although they lost on the weekend, I thought all West Coast supporters would have walked away from the game watching that, being like, being actually quite proud of the way they played. Took mm. it out the Brisbane. It was only late. Uh, that they got overrun, which has been, you know, the story of a few games this year. And that's just through no lack of just personnel out on the ground itself. But I do feel for for the coaching group and, and Simo himself and also the players because how, like, the COVID situation and the injuries, it, it's, you know, apart from the, those, those recent ones a couple of weeks ago, it's been out of the control. Injuries happen in a part of sport, unfortunately, it's happened to West Coast this year, and understand that you know the the list. There's a added pressure on where to next for the for the playing group, but I'm still optimistic, as you can see and can hear in Simo's voice. Get a couple of those players back next week. I would love to, in a month's time, or it might be two months' time, when they've got a, the selection of their availability of the best 18. Say they've got 16 out of the best 18 yeah. on the ground at that time. I still think they'll be very competitive. And a lot of people will change their opinions very quickly. Just at the moment, you can see the personnel. They're playing a bit too many uh, youngsters all at once. They probably don't understand the, the game scenarios itself or the game plan. Uh, and that only comes through experience. But through necessity, they've had to dip into the list and, and to the COVID top-up players to see what they do have. And it's all about effort. Regardless of the scoreboard going forward for this period of time, it's about effort. If they bring the effort, then I think all... All players and uh, supporters would be happy. Strong thoughts there from Brad Shepherd. Uh, take it or leave it. If you've got some strong thoughts, we'd love to hear from you next. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.